Okay, there, now we're recording. So, the Southwest National Primate Research Center, <laughs> which actually has a good enough ranking on Google, Google to be actually sub-indexed uh, into macaques, primates, about primate care, chimpanzee retirement, or contact us. <laughs> chimpanzee <laughs> retirement, hmm. SNPRC. Yeah, and for people who are listening, that is, uh, we are a nonprofit organization now that uh, runs uh, Stamp Show here today. So that happened. <laughs> and it's SNPRC, so we're obviously not going to have What's that website. For? Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center. Ah, ah, that's what this place is. Not the Southwest National Primate Research Center. Huh. We're just a bunch of monkeys. Drats. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> they're interchangeable. Well, monkeys or apes. Yeah, I guess they probably well. own the .com, but I, cause I went to .com, and it just brought me back to... Google with, did you mean .org? <laughs> oh, you definitely got to grab the .com then. So your, uh, so your site or your uh, nonprofit doesn't have a site, no presence. No, we just got the nonprofit two days ago. Ah, you still set up the domain first. You're not blowing yeah. up on social media already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get the .com, and then when they sue, yeah, you know. no, the .com's not available, so yeah. they uh, probably own it. Actually, uh, so I, I one uh, the common thing like I did one Cicada Pet Foundation, where uh, it Cicada, Pet? yeah, I used a cat named Bug, and her uh, name was Cicada. She died horribly, and I, I'm trying to set up something where you give money to people for emergency vet treatment. So when they go to the emergency vet, they can apply and be instantly funded. That kind of thing, right? That's cool. Yeah. So I'm working on it, but the domain thing, the way you set up the domain is uh, just Cicada Pet. So with your thing. The whole name, you maybe drop off a piece and buy something smaller. So say it to me one more time. It's a mouthful. Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center. Okay, so Southern Nevada could be SN. Mm -hmm. And Philatelic Research Center. Yeah. So maybe Philatelic and then some initial, you know, just mess with it a little. You'll find something Berkey. that works. Yeah. SN Berkey. What's the last word is center? Maybe the first is initials and then center. Well, what, what I was thinking is SNP, Southern Nevada Philatelic. Stamps. That S and P stamps. That could work, right? So you're dropping something and still have the same idea, or all the initials and stamps, or something like that. Yeah. S N P R C stamps. Yeah, yeah. You'll figure it out. Yeah. It's too bad you can't get that mouthful of initials though. What did it? What? It, what's the acronym? S N P R C. Yeah. Can you pronounce that? Oh, like Flint Flinner from <laughs> Cloudy with Cloudy with the Chest and Eatballs. Flint Flinner. Okoa. Okoa. So not People's Republic of China. Yeah. <laughs> Organization without a cool acronym. Okoa. Oh, that's true. I like that. <laughs> that's from uh, Phineas and Ferb. Ah, great show. Hey, I, I just had an acronym the <coughs> other night. Uh, God, it was great. It's uh, something like the world ends as we know it. It's a wakafahahaha, <laughs> some crazy acronym that all the preppers are using. It's really funny. Type in preppers and uh, when the world ends, an acronym, and you should find it. It's a mouthful. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> I want to get involved. Uh, there you go. SN Philatelic. SN Philatelic. That's not bad. Yeah. Southern Nevada Philatelic. That sounds good. So you're Southern Nevada Philatelic organization research center. center. Re so you lost the research center, huh? Yeah. Which I always had as a small RC anyway. Huh. So not a lot of research and kind of a lonely center. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we leave it to the apes. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> leave it to the. 
Give it to the monkey people. Cash okay. always said monkeys should be grading. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get your hands off. I stamped you damn dirty apes. And with that, the world Well, if you want SN Philatelic RC, which I think sounds terrible. Terrible, terrible. That's available also. Yeah. I think I'll pass on that one. I like SN Philatelic. That's not are bad. Are we not getting Don? Is Don... Do you want to give her another? Waiting on you. You've been trying to call her, and she hasn't been answering her phone. Yeah, hold on. Let me call her again. I can try Skype again. I'll be happy to. Yeah, do a Skype. I was so excited to have Dawn hosted again. Yeah. I haven't heard her host this in a month. Is that Skype? Is that what that is? Yeah. It makes me think of something retro. I can't think. I can't place it. This is Jeopardy. <laughs> Maybe. Like somebody no going answer. We're waiting for you to answer. Don't yep. sing. We'll lose all our viewers, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> hey, have you, ever, have you ever thought of actually uh, pointing a camera here, recording this once? Yeah, we, we did that once. Yeah, we did it once. <laughs> oh, is that we when tried you tried lost half <laughs> your uh, listeners <laughs> dropped off? They that tried day. to do it on Periscope or something. Oh, yeah. Periscope. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, we did it live. Oh God, really? Yeah. How bad was it? It was pretty bad. Do you have that video? <laughs> it's on YouTube. Good, good. Did she answer or did it just log out of I don't know. dialing? I'm here. Oh, oh there you hello. are. Holy she God. Answered. Hi, Don. It's been a while. It's Gregory. Hey. Five, four, three, two, one. Live from Helsinki, Finland, where we are listening to Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. This is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number 182. I'm Cash. If I owned a taser, I would probably get curious and see how it feels and taser myself. That's why I don't own a taser. This is Scott, who says you can't buy happiness. I'll take a happy meal, please. <laughs> this is Mark, and this just in. Scientists have traced the current heat wave to a massive star at the center of our solar system. Am I, am I supposed to whisper? Yes. I'll do it in a tough voice. This is Greg. If you're ever attacked by clowns, go for the jugular. This is crazy. Six out of seven dwarves are not happy. <laughs> also, Mark, this is our anniversary. If you remember, today, about two years ago, you sold me a U.S. number two, and that's how we met. <laughs> Shh. I'm not, getting you a, I'm not getting you a wedding present. Happy. <laughs> Wait, what did Trump just say? Shh. I can hear everything happening in that bathroom. <laughs> that's just Putin and Trump. He's Putin. He's Putin. <laughs> That's just Trump Putin. They're going, to, they're going to kick us out of here. You know that. <laughs> we're, we're going to have some security guy come up here any second and boot us out of here. Shh, shh, shh. Secret is looking this way. not stamps. What do they care about us? And I'm your stamp mistress, Don. Well, we're getting all political today. There is Trump and Putin here in Finland, so how can we help but discuss the prefer 
I keep wanting to say perforations, not perforations. <laughs> I like perforations. Yeah. I know. Well, we're getting all political today. There is Trump and Putin here in Finland, so how can we help but discuss the perforations of Finnish stamps? I have to whisper this whole thing? Fine. Yeah, they no more whispering. No, okay, go ahead. Go up normal. <laughs> Hold on, let me close the door. Oh, that's lovely. So Merriam-Webster defined a perforation as, finger quotes, a small hole or row of small holes punched in a sheet of paper, uh, postage stamp. So a part can be torn oh, off What easily. is that? What? So a small hole punched in the no, center no, of there, a piece of paper, something that's perforation? There's something going on in the background. It sounds like somebody crying or something. It's a chupacabra. <laughs> so a small hole punched in the center of the paper, I'm just like, it's perforated, according to Webster. <laughs> When you said uh, what is ape that? or There's research primary research center, all I could think of is a gibbon is a lesser ape. That's all I could think of. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that came to my head. I'll remember one of their sub things was macaques. Macaque. What's a lemur? Is a lemur a monkey or something else? No, a lemur is a. It's an ape, right? No. Something else? Yeah. It's a lemur. It's a lemur. They're their own category. Madagascar, full of much of these things. Yep. Like while, we, while we were trying to uh, get a hold of everybody, or get a hold of you, we were discussing why the uh, SNPRC website was not available to Cash, <laughs> and it's because it's the Southwest National Primate Research Center. You could just <laughs> use all the initials in center.org. <laughs> that would work. You could even abbreviate center, SNTR, maybe, hence, or something like that. Hence, a lot of monkey business has been going on ever since. Well, that's not, you know, because people who are going to try to pull up the website for the uh, podcast, and they're going to get a monkey site, <laughs> and they're going to go, this is the place, I know, I've heard them before. <laughs> By a domain, the TLD should just be a bunch of initials.com. literally, a bunch of initials.com. If somebody doesn't already have that, that's a great domain. Uh, oh, what's your domain? Bunch of initials. What? No, a bunch of initials, really, type it out. A-B-O-I. Is it available? A bunch of initials. <laughs> I'm looking, actually. <laughs> that is a great name. Hold one second while we pause this podcast for some hilarity. A bunch of initials.com. If it's taken, that's awesome. And then go to the website. I want to know what it is. <laughs> if it's done something to do with monkeys, that's too awesome. B-U-N-C-H-O. I-N-I-T-I-A-S. Give me your credit card. <laughs> it's a, oh. a bunch of initials.com. Oh, grab that one. <laughs> Give me your credit card. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Because I guarantee oh. if you don't, one of our listeners may own it by the end of the podcast. <laughs> Mark's on his phone. He's buying it right yeah. now. Uh -huh. He'll sell it to you for a grand. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, the initials of a uh, bunch of initials.com is a, a, a boy software made easy. Oh. A B O I, a bunch of initials. A bunch of initials. Is hey, boy. Is the <laughs> intrepid astrology software made easy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, speaking you ever of. You want to be a mystic? <laughs> well, so you can be in date easy lessons. So, so, speaking of non sequiturs. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the podcast. We do that a lot when I come here. <laughs> we do that a lot. Period. 
<laughs> That's why we're not live. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is exactly why we're not live. We'd be a slow motion train wreck to watch though live, wouldn't it? I think it would be a fast action train wreck. There's <laughs> 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 nothing slow about this. Well, the cool thing yeah. is we actually got two comments from people who said that our last two podcasts were too short. Considering we haven't gotten out of introductions in 16 minutes, <laughs> I don't think we're going to have a problem with that today. <laughs> so do the people. Wait, 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 told wait. a joke you, yet today? You, you can blame the people who said we want longer podcasts. <laughs> no, no, there were no jokes. Cash did the writing. Oh, I, oh, ah. <laughs> what was your pun? I didn't, I didn't catch your pun. Was it punny? That's because I whispered. You weren't listening loud enough. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. When Don first started whispering, it was like, what kind of podcast is this anyway? Fifty Shades. <laughs> oh, my word. Fifty Shades of Podcast. Fifty Shades <laughs> of Stamp Colors. There's Fifty Shades of U.S. number 11. It goes from orange-brown all the way to plum. Huh. Which looks nothing like a plum. Yeah, well, it looks like a bruised plum. <laughs> it looks like a very looks like a raisin poem. And that stamp is imperfect, which is not the subject of this podcast. Oh, by well, the way, the <laughs> speaking of which, this podcast has a subject. <laughs> so, so why don't we work our way back to finish early Finnish perforations? Yes. Yeah, let's finish talking about perforations. It's all about finishing. We're going finishing. to finger quotes finish. Yes. You can finger quote all you want. Oh Back God, to the whispering. <laughs> this is only because of the summit. Otherwise, we don't care about Finnish stamps. Uh, yeah, kinda. <laughs> if we weren't sitting in the room here, we'd be. Great, yeah. you just turned off all our Finnish listeners. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, they're fi they're finished. Yeah. What, uh, what's if that we stamp were going for? The one you're looking at right now, Scott. What's that? What's that one going for? Is that uh, one on eBay? Thirteen bucks. Dang. It's oh, a hot market. It's a cl scarce classic stamp. Ooh. And, uh, it's a super ultra the, rare. The early Finnish stamps had this really weird, large serpentine perforation. See, I don't see the serpentine description. It just, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, coiling. All right. Okay. I mean, they're very, very large serpentines. I mean, today's U.S. stamps, they have much shallower serpentine die cuts. Sizes everything. Yeah, these weren't. Uh, these <laughs> oh were. <God. laughs> These are actually perforations because the uh, the very end of each perforation tip is still attached to the to the hole of the stamp across from it, and uh, they were uh, very difficult to separate and keep all of the perf perforation tips intact. What perforator greenlit that, right? That is yeah. Nuts. Why do they Why do they do it that way? He just he didn't like his job. The more effort you put into creating a stamp, the harder it is to counterfeit. That is true. Ah. But uh, anyway, so uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to so talk about this today is because any counterfeiter ever <laughs> try me. Yeah. Yeah. You like try to oh perforate years like this. I Challenge uh -oh. accepted. So uh, do they still do them this way? No. No. They did them for a couple of years, and they're the only country who ever did it to this extent. Yes. So anyway. Um, not only were they difficult to separate cleanly, uh, the catalog values are listed for stamps with full perforations. No shorts, no pulls, anything like that. And so... Hard to find, I'm sure. Uh, that really eliminates 
most of the ones that you see both on eBay and and uh, for sale and trade. So, well, you uh, mean eliminates for grading well, purposes? She took off her headphones, well, hung up her phone, and took off. Because you can off. still trade and collect them. You just can't get right you an can accurate value. Right, right. The catalog to get the catalog value out of it. Uh, if you're paying full catalog value, you should expect to be getting a stamp that has 100% of its perforations. Is it weird? I just want to trim that thing. Just, to <laughs> just trim it. So, uh, something to be aware of: uh, uh, if one of the perforations is damaged, uh, then you're going to probably knock the value by about half. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. then if the perforation is completely perf. missing, one perf, yes. one perf if missing. If the perforation is completely missing or multiple perforations are damaged, you're looking at 10% or less of the catalog value for that stamp. Yeah, there there are stamps that will catalog 400 to 500 dollars. That I had one that was missing like three or four teeth, and or perfs. And uh, I think I ended up getting like fifteen dollars for it. I oh mean, it just God. destroys the value. Absolutely. So yeah, the uh, highly, highly related to. I mean, people talk about, well, you know, grading, you know, condi condition and everything. Finish stamps, I think, along with a couple of the issues of Great Britain, where the color fades out because it's a very highly water soluble ink. I think finish uh, stamps drop the most in value based on condition uh, more than almost any other stamp issue. Is that like a hand cancel that's on that one? That's actually a pen cancel, yes. And what was on the back? It had something uh, on the back which yeah, that, was that's strange. That's the hinder on it. That V2? That little oh, that yeah. That's yeah, folks, go to that, uh, Facebook and you can see w uh, one of the Finnish stamps that we yeah. are discussing. We're going to discuss uh, quite a few. The, the stamp I'm discussing right now is a Finland number 12. And it's up on eBay or on Hipstamp actually. That and uh, I'll have Cash post pictures of that. Is that so a nineteenth-century issue? Yeah, the the pencil is uh, the number twelve underlined. That hinging is just is cringeful. It's right, and you can oh. actually see from the picture that it's caused a thin, because somebody tried to peel it off instead of soaking it and off. They only hinged because they couldn't use plastic oh. back in the day. And they had no way to store it. And it's real. It's ridiculous that people list used stamps with hinge remnants on them. I mean, you can throw them in water and clean them up, and the back is all nice and clean and everything. You'll get two, three times more money for them. Soak your stamp sellers. Absolutely. Hey, I, uh, I tried a comic soaking experiment. Um, oh. I'll, I'll film the next one. <laughs> it, it didn't go as I planned. Yeah. It was a nice cat woman. It was damaged already. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought that comic in for you. God, the wedding of Batman. First of all, they didn't get hit. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. She didn't want to ruin the Batman. Oh. But, oh, my God, Selena Kyle, they, they're one of the covers from Batman 50, or maybe it was Batman 49, or, or oh, maybe okay. it's no, Catwoman no, 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 1. No, no. I can't remember. You're, I'll bring you're it jumping in. ahead. Hold on, hold on. It's total sex. I'm bringing you guys one. I'm putting it on the wall. <laughs> Holy God, she's my new favorite girl now. Hold on, hold on. Did she dump him at the altar? I haven't read it. Uh... I've just been kind of waiting. Once I, that came out before the comic, and my shipment was late, UPS lost it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I didn't get it till like Thursday. I was supposed to get it on Tuesday. And I just didn't read it because I still let down because they, they leaked it to uh, the press like the, the the Sunday before Monday or whatever. Well, we leaked and I was it like, what? They didn't get married. But everyone's saying it's still a good story. But still, it was a year buildup. I'm we, a little let down. We leaked it to all the listeners here on the podcast. Uh, it, it happened uh, 
weeks ago, so everybody already knows. We're the, liars. I'm sure they all, you know, ran to the store and figured it out. We're liars. <laughs> we have to apologize. I, on behalf of Stamp Show here today, apologize to all the listeners. <laughs> we said for, cat for making wo- your ears bleed for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the uh, perforations. I will point one thing out, though. Now, Merriam-Webster, and I think that's uh, Granville Merriam and uh, Emmanuel Lewis Webster. They define perforations as finger p- quotes, small holes, or holes punched in sheets of paper, e.g. postage stamps. Are these perforations? Technically, no. Yeah. They're so are they more like die cuts? They're more like die cuts, yes. They're, they're serpentine cuts, and they're just not fully, because the, they're still attached at the... Well, you could say a modern stamp is a die cut then, too. But yeah. Yes, modern stamps are die cut. So, are they imperforate? No, they're die no, cut. No, they're die cut. They have they no perforation. They simulate, uh, uh, well, let's talk about perforation I would say gauges. I would, s- I would say you do not need some other cutting device to take them apart. Therefore, they are not imperforate. That's interesting. Because imperforate stamps, you needed scissors or to actually just, you know, tear them or something. You know, uh, I'm acting like I know. I did not know there were stamps you had to cut out. That's a new <laughs> one for me. Yes, oh, yeah, imperforate. Mm-hmm. Got it. I believe the last yes, because issue. What, yes, because weren't we discussing, haven't we discussed before that basically perforations were invented just for being able to take stamps apart? Yes, they were. But I, but I haven't, have I seen one of those? What, an imperforated uh, stamp? In America, are they all always been perforated? Nope. Nope. Yeah, the last well, issue of sheet stamps that was not perforated, I believe, was the Harding issue of 1926. Huh. Unless you count the s- farly special issues in 1935 or any of the subsequent philatelic souvenir sheets of one or two stamps. But the little Scots one, it, it always shows with little perforations mm-hmm. on Well, that's not totally no, no, true no, 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 no. Scott number one has no perforations. Yeah, the press uh, sheets. Well, the press sheets are imperfect. That's yeah. right, yeah. Uh. But they stopped doing that a year and a half ago. Well, ben but, the, but the press sheets are... No, they are gummed and, and also yeah. self-adhesive, right? Yeah. Well, if, if, if they were <coughs> cut out, could you cut one out with a little simulated perforation scissors and then you, you know, because you cut it out and it... Looks like perforations. See what I'm going there? Actually, and this goes back to... Because they have those little funky scissors? There was a really great guy named Wilson. I don't think they had those in the 1800s. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about craft scissors? That's it. My girlfriend dragged me to Michael's every now and then. I (laughs) play around with the scissors. I just cut the paper the whole time I'm there. One of the uh, heads of the uh, Smithsonian Postal Museum, his name was Wilson Hume, and uh, he did a whole research project on it. And they basically had unofficially while you know people were cutting stamps apart basically picture a pizza cutter except that um it has little notches in it so it doesn't cut throughout the entire wheel it has little notches and basically they use these pizza cutters to roulette the 11 uh, the u.s number 11 the three cent stamp is that what people did at home no, the post office did oh. it so that they can sell it to the people and make it easier for them to separate the stamps. Roulette. Yes. You should sell those in Vegas. The Funny enough, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you can. Ouch. How are we whispering again? Oh, there we Because they're up there. Hold on. Okay. 
I think they're finishing up the pod. Uh, I think they're finishing up they're their. They're finishing. Uh, they're finishing. How about we just go, hey, shut your pie hole. <laughs> oh, now they're staring at you. <laughs> they, did, they did not appreciate that. He's going to put you in your place. <laughs> so. So yes, uh, perforations were small holes, but finished stamps. These now the issue after the issue before it was imperforated, and the issue after it had normal punch hole perforations. But we're talking about hey, yeah. So these are not serpentine perforations. When I use the term teeth, it's more like serpentine teeth. Yes, the teeth is more of a proper term for these things. Yeah. They're not perforations; they're teeth. Is this a? Do they collect stamps big time in Finland? Oh yeah. Oh the like lot all over Europe. Yeah. Uh, U.S. is probably one of the uh, more or less popular countries for stamp collectors. Really? Why? Yeah. I, I, why we're do we obnoxious? have? Why <laughs> Why do we have fewer stamp collectors? I don't know. Maybe because we're we, better. Maybe because we have more jet skis. I don't know. <laughs> Money can't buy happiness, <laughs> but you can buy a jet ski. <laughs> so hopefully and a happy meal. Maybe it's because all of our stamps are pictures of fruit. <laughs> so have we witnessed the last of the gummed and perforated United States stamps? More than likely. I, I really don't see them unless they do uh, another celebration of uh, a classic stamp. Hold on, hold on. What was the last perforated stamp in the United States? I believe regular issue stamp was the 2013 Bobcat Coil, Scott number 4802. Oh, right at the top of your head? Damn. He's well, someone, someone actually did some research? That's yeah. what's going but on <laughs> here. But, but the last gummed and perforated stamp that I think we're going to see is the 2017 Duck Stamp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but that's technically not a postage stamp. Right. Yeah, no. Right, so if, if, you're, if you're just talking regular issue, I think it's the Bobcat stamp. Yeah, they'll probably go in value. Probably no, not. No, probably not. Because the ones for the ones everything. for this year were all serpentine, weren't they? Well, when they print, oh, yeah. isn't that what you brought? When right. They, when they print yeah, thirteen the billion the of them, I well, don't the think last Amazing Spider-Man did really well. Yeah, but they <laughs> didn't print thirteen billion of them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they did. They made so many, <laughs> and they're like oversized, and they were crazy, but they're still doing well. So it's the end of an era that we're witnessing, that we're, that we have witnessed. So yeah, a lot of times. Unfortunately, I think we're going to see the end of uh, stamped mail, because I think the oh, postal no service, chance. the postal no service, chance. the first class mail is is declined so much, because because of email, and I, I I just eventually think that stamps are going to go the way of the dodo. You're not going to see them that much on U.S. mail anymore. Well, I th I think it's the same with thing with uh, money. We're not going to be using money anymore. People are just going to, like, barter back and forth. You're going to say, can I have a hamburger? And they say, go clean the parking lot. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll hit, no, you're going no, to pull a little, little piece of plastic out of your <laughs> yeah. wallet and slide it through into a machine. And, no, and your I, whole fortune is going to be ones and zeros. Uh, no, I, I don't see that it is possible for the post office, first of all, to stop operating. And second of all, I don't see how they can not have prepayment because... If you want to end the post office, it's really, really super simple. Have everybody go to the counter to mail a letter. Nobody will mail a letter. Yeah, but the problem is, see, if if to get into the mail stream requires prepayment, 
then you don't have to have evidence of prepayment because that's already been checked as it enters the mail stream. How? By the person handing it over. How? <laughs> he, he would have to go to the counter. No, you, you, have, a, you have a thing that, that uh, you put your credit card in, and as you throw your mail in the mailbox, it counts your mail pieces, and it deducts that amount off of your card. They have grocery stores in Germany that you simply put it in your cart and walk out, and it charges you. RFID chips. Yep. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, if you throw in a whole stack, there's a little sorter at the bottom that counts how many pieces you send in. Then and it then just whacks your credit card. And just whacks your card. It's got a point. Uh, you could see postage going away eventually. First of all, to be... Um, I mean, legal we service already needs to be done, right? We, we, al we already have to take packages to the counter. Mm -hmm. Drone delivery? There's a lot of things that are going to start occurring the way private businesses might pick up where at one time the government had to be the only entity that could do it. But when you have a train cart pull up and 20 drones fly out and do <laughs> delivery... I don't, I don't <laughs> see drone delivery ever becoming an actual thing. Well, see, you could say that about almost anything. I don't think it will, but, you know, when the powers of being people push, they already have done an official drone... Uh, first company in history to do a drone delivery of goods bought was 7-Eleven, and they did it out in rural, goddamn, I don't know, Bofunk Town, <laughs> and um, they beat everybody to market, so it still exists there. Right now, you can order from that 7-Eleven, and it will drone deliver to a uh, specified place near you where you go pick it up. So it's already occurring. Now, what if I want a slushy? Do they guarantee yeah, it hasn't melted? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> or a it, slurpee? It, you see, that's interesting, right? That's so right. slushy is made by a machine. So who Well, the drone yes, should yes, be the slurpee machine itself. You know, and you Damn, flying slurpee machines. Yeah. There's a market in that. Flying <laughs> <laughs> slurpee machines. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Right. Um, I, think, one time I think there's too many people that will get too much joy out of shooting them out of the sky. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's true. That's for sure. Um, if nothing else, to steal packages just like they do when you deliver them now. But, yeah. I mean, having had it happen twice in the last six think months. Think about technology and the way it changed. They said uh, the human being couldn't go past 60 miles an hour, right? They can't. In a car, they thought it would kill you, crush all your internal organs. No, it does. Air, air guys go Mach one, Mach two, for God's sake. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but that's less but than sixty that, miles. That's an hour. why they said the the uh, the car would never take off. It couldn't because a human being couldn't move that fast. I think it was thirty-five miles an hour. Couldn't move that fast. So it's trying to say they'll never and they be drone delivery. What if they make <coughs> anti-gravity comes to the market in ten years? Who knows what's going to happen? So you can't just say college bond. No, will not happen. Well, the system know. needed to exist one day because, right, no one else could do it. it. You had to have a huge infrastructure that was paid for by tax dollars, but that is changing. Yeah, except drones now can't go faster than 35 miles per hour. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll die. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Little servo just... Ew. One lead in my backyard, so now I have a drone. So awesome. Well, I think it was spying on my girlfriend. The reason why... I'm going to find you. <laughs> The reason why stamps became important was because people start. People always want to communicate with each other. They always want to be part of a group. Yeah. And when mail started, it was a huge revenue source it, too. It, it well, actually, a lot of governments lost money on the mail systems. Oh, I thought Whoa. the reverse. That's crazy. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. And I think we uh, hopefully can do something about that because of that, that was weird. What was that? What was that? I don't know. Uh, the NSA has finally caught on to yeah, us. Right. Uh, no, no, no. I think they're they're flagging us down that they want us to be quiet again. Oh. Anyway, the... Um, uh, Putin a sock in it. <laughs> in the 1850s, 
and you saw a really big in the 1860s uh, when the Civil War was going on. People wanted to communicate, and you couldn't have you know the pay the, the you know the guy uh, paid when he received the stamp and you know people yeah, yeah, collected. Yeah, you taught you me about that. You had to pre-sell and everything. Well, today people can communicate on everything. You know, e- you bring email up email, phones. but but email well, is email is old school, man. Millennials yeah. don't use emails for old folks, man. Exactly. It's all about texting. instant messaging, texting. texting. Exactly. No, texting is old school. Texting is for idiots. <laughs> no, you're using you're using messaging apps now. Yeah, yeah. So come on, pick up, catch up. There will always be a need for postage, just like there always has been. But like we're seeing, you know, the correspondence that people usually do, you know, sending people letters saying hi how are you and uh stuff like that that's yeah, all birthday going cards on. all that it's dying yeah hmm. but yeah. christmas cards are still in and wedding announcements and well, wait for a couple of generations to die and no they won't oh be. no how many here at psc how many uh, christmas cards did we get maybe half a dozen uh, yeah i think we got four i think yeah. we got four and, you know, when we, back in 2013, we covered our wall with them. We must have gotten 25 or 30. Yeah. So, you know, that is occurring. Oh, yeah. Maybe uh, it's just people <laughs> like us yeah. more back then. Maybe it's just <laughs> <laughs> losing popular. So primarily it's becoming parcel really? delivery. That's probably where the money's going to go into delivering packages, goods. goods. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. That, that and uh, uh, any, anything to do with business. It's, it's just... The personal communication is transferring away from that. Well, they thought but fax would kill it. It didn't. Well, but but, but it did change it. But you yeah. see advertisements and coupons and political things. and uh, So business and politics are going to drive the mail. Oh, modified and for inflation. Uh, bulk mail today is about one-third the price. It was just like 10 or 15 years ago. Well, that's why it is because it's dying. Uh, yeah. That's why exactly. the Postal Service is losing money. Well, here's an interesting little sidebar. Well, no, they're I losing money because they're too big and they can't shrink. I was going to say, I, th- I have to say, since you mentioned faxes, I think I think fax machines are the beta max of the communications industry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's funny when people still, you're like, you want to fax? Hold, hold, hold like, on. like I just reloaded everybody's machines here with Windows 10, and one of the first things I did is I went and uninstalled fax from the <laughs> printer. On, I'm like, it, it still installs a fax thing? But it's so useful. Hold uh, on, hold on. I, my I, it's, uh, somebody just paged me. I need to <laughs> check my page. Like my house had phone lines, right? But I never hooked up a brand new home when I bought it. Never has a phone in it. Never. It has a VoIP phone, but I only use that for business, and I use cell phones, right? You couldn't have predicted that 20 years ago, that homes would not have phones in them. Oh, I don't have a television, but I watch TV all the well, time. Me too. I, have s- t- I watch it on my screens, right? I don't, I don't have a phone line going to my house. I use my cell phone. Yeah. So well, could the there be one I've day when there's no postal the other thing box I've noticed at your house? Here, there's, there's, no, there's no just straight telecom provider here in Vegas. My argument was that could a post office or a post PO box or a, a mailbox at your home go the same way? You simply never use it. Yeah. Well, th- that's and eventually they're not included. I doubt well, it because the way it is. they'll always want you to be getting junk mail. Well, because legal service well, has to touch you. So if they ever want to serve you, they have to it. touch you. You can't legal service through the the mailbox. It has to come up and touch you, right? So here you go, certified letter. I you don't need a post office yeah. box for that. But I, th- I think that because of the legal side yeah, and, but a and the government side. Right. It still needs to be given to yeah. a person. You don't need a mailbox. Yeah. So what could happen is the mailbox goes away, delivery becomes packaged primarily, 
and everything else is some format that hasn't been discovered yet. Yeah, could very well be. But it doesn't mean stamps still won't be collectible because then there'll be a finite number in the world. Well, well, they'll be finite for this country, but I think there will still be other countries that use them for far longer than the United States. Oh, it's more than that. Uh, I believe that people collect stamps for reasons other than they get mail. I don't think that the fact that, you know, it, it had a usage, but I think that, you know, people collect a lot of things that they, well, c- well comic books. Well, people, I mean, in my world, people there. collect a lot of things that have no function well, whatsoever. Well, but, but they, they collect them like for, advertising for history. I have they little vinyl dolls value. on my desk that have no function. They collect them for history, for value, for relaxation, mm-hmm. for, I mean... You should see the there's a I myriad of reasons why people would collect something. Well, wh- why do you buy a comic book? Obviously, it's to read it, right? Wrong. Um, Absolutely not. Some, sometimes. <laughs> there are so many comic books that are not read that get, you know, graded and collected and That's stuff true. like that. That's true. If you come across a 9 and something good, you're not going to yeah. open it up. If, if, the po- if the post office stopped issuing stamps, which I do not see how they could, but let's make pretend that they did. You would still have people collecting stamps just because of the history and the artwork. Oh and yeah, same else. thing like money. I mean, eventually money will end, but people are still going to collect money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. By the way, what's the biggest stamp ever made? What? The biggest stamp ever made. Oh, we. Oh, did. I'm we hoping did it's a full before. size, like a huge dragon it's in China. Wasn't it the? No, it's, no, a, it's, a, it's some Saudi octagonal Saudi stamp. Saudi, Saudi or United Arab. Yes. United Arab Emirates. It's like six feet or something. <laughs> oh, what? No, so it's not even usable. Yeah, it was on a pallet. They, they, and they showed a picture of it, and uh, it looked like it was just like on some sort of little holder. And Tom goes, "No, no, no! Look, that's a forklift next to it." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, "Whoa, that is big!" And what's the smallest uh, stamp that they use anywhere? Like, is there something just tiny as hell? Yep. There's our dollar Madison or thirteen cent Indian head p- penny stamp. Well, yeah. that's us, but uh, the um, Mecklenburg in Germany had a stamp, like picture a stamp, and then each one, it was like a one-cent stamp, and then each, it was four little pictures, and each one was a quarter of a sta- cent, oh, so you could cut it into fours. Oh, okay. So that Wait, I it wasn't perforated? And it wasn't perforated. Oh, I have a crap load of one-cent and two-cent stamps, like, like 50 or 60 of them. I don't know why I have them. Do you guys want them? I don't do do with them. Do you ever want one cent stamps for anything? I can't throw them away. Yeah. It's money. Put them like on, on the back of your next bill. Just put all 50 of them <laughs> in there. <laughs> 50 cents. There you go. You're paid. I, yeah, see, I do all that with bill pay, right? I don't mail yeah. bills. Yeah. The world's biggest postage stamp currently is Mother of Emirates postage stamp issued by the United Arab Emirates That's in 2013. Right. It also holds the Guinness World Records for the largest postage stamp. It is 1.36 by 1.77 meters. Well, that is big. in size. Totally somewhere in the, somewhere in the range of about six feet, six feet plus. And that's the same year that we issued our last gum and perforated stamp. Yeah. What is the that's connection? That's it. They <laughs> stole all the gum. What <laughs> is the correlation? <laughs> yeah. The gum they, vendors. They like, need no, it. All. We just sold it all. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the gum for the back of this Saudi uh, UAE stamp. Well. Totally off the subject, which I think we abandoned a long time ago. It was the we had which finished. subject would that be? <laughs> uh, the magic stamp. They announced the first day ceremony for the magic stamp. All right, we'll is it in Las that. Vegas? Remind it me. Is. Remind me the whole magic thing again. Well, the duck thing's here this year too, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. 
Springs so, Preserve. Yeah, it's yep. like it's like Stamp Mecca here, yeah. but he needs to head on down to Vegas. So anyway, uh, it's at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas on Tuesday, August seventh at two fifteen. Conveniently located next to a strip joint. <laughs> it probably is. It is actually it's right across the street. So we're going to uh, have our uh, Tuesday lunch at the Orleans Hotel there and then bop over to the uh, first day ceremony. So that's the same so week as the Columbus bop over? No, no, no. It, it's the week before. I like bop over. You're not going to pot over? Yeah, I'm not going to pot over. What is the uh, the magic thing? I remember we talked about it. Five stamps. So one of them is a levitating lady uh, birdcage so of cool. dove. Uh, oh, do we get to buy them there? Yeah. Like, like we did with the ice cream cone things? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm so hoping. So I'm so we cool. get, do we get a free cash deck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring a bunch of my uh, magic cards, but the uh, I'm hoping that somebody shows up, like Penn and Teller or something like that, and I can get a signature on it. Oh, okay, so that's funny. I'm going to Comic Con on Friday. I should be there. I actually should be there right now, like in a few hours. It's preview night, and I'm just being lazy. It's a long drive. <laughs> so, uh, and I got to pick up a bunch of comics, so I sent somebody else to do it. But um, I had to make window bags because I'm getting some crazy rare comics this is stupid yeah. rare and i got to get them signed so a window bag is where you take the bag and board and you cut out and tape along the edges so that part of the the comic is exposed so that the it protects the sides but you can still it. mark it. yeah so i made some uh, nice window bags it turns out there's no vendor that makes window bags <laughs> that's strange so i'm gonna look into that because i know bcw the guys over there I was like make me some window bags and I'll, I'll give them out for free for the srsa but uh the fun thing is <laughs> Make a little window bag for stamps. It's like, <laughs> put a little tiny little thing. Like, sign right there. Thank you. Oh, no, don't mess it up. I'll totally do it. Penn and Teller's going to be there? No, I'm no, hoping. He's hoping. <laughs> That'd be rad. I'm hoping they have nothing to do with these stamps, right? No. But How, still, however, still cool, we do have some uh, stamps that we sort of hope are being uh, issued. If you look at your computer. Do we have to go to the post office to buy them, or can you buy them at this place? Oh, you can go to the. You can get, a bit the get them at the post office, just probably on the next day. Oh, okay. That's cool. Can I come? Yes, I uh, absolutely. I thought they do sell the stamps at the first day ceremony. They do, and they also will give away a little folder, and usually there's one stamp stuck in the folder. Uh, usually canceled. I yeah. have like three, uh, two stamps now, or no, three displayed on my <laughs> wall now next to crazy comic crap everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's the little ice cream ones that I bought. <laughs> if you flip it over, there's a little tag. I didn't redeem it. <laughs> So anyway, we have the uh, 150th anniversary of Beans by the Campfire. Bean? What? Is it like <laughs> Mel Brooks thing going on Blazing there? Saddles? Yeah. yeah, Blazing Saddles. Oh, my God, that's great. And then uh, History is Complicated, and I, I really like this one. This is a cool – it shows the Benedict Arnold Monument. And if you haven't seen the – picture of his boot? Yeah, it's a boot hanging on a cannon. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that was. Uh, Benedict Arnold obviously was traitored. At the Battle of Saratoga, his foot got shot off by a cannonball. So they put this monument up, and they put a picture of the loyal part of Benedict Arnold, <laughs> which was the foot that was shot off at Saratoga. The rest of them can go screw itself, but that foot we're going to celebrate. Oh, that's funny. And then I have a Star Trek stamp. What country are these? Or these are some country of cash. Okay. These, okay. <laughs> these are Cash's <laughs> recommendations. Cash, cash creations. <laughs> I like the 50 center. Yeah, that is great. Take three graves up there. I'll explain it to you later. Yeah. No, um, 
<laughs> Craig that is a great Craig one. got it. Oh my god! <laughs> it's Captain Kirk pointing up a hill, and there's three guys with red shirts. Oh yeah, no ensigns <laughs> with red shirts. Yeah. You're so dead. <laughs> and then a Cuphead, for those who know uh, that, my celebrating the century, uh, twerking stamp. <laughs> And you can go on Facebook and see all these. And then my two dragon stamps. I like the, the dragon the stamps. The new Girl Scout stamp. Yeah, the new Girl Scout <laughs> stamp. Oh, I love Dragon's Lair. I actually beat that damn game when I was a kid. Ooh, 35 years ago, Dragon Space Slayer. Ace was so much cooler, though. You ever play Space Ace? Oh, yeah, of oh, course. I love that game. Of course. You were related to Space I, Ghost? I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's Coast to Coast, Space Ghost or whatever, Space Ghost. I, that I, talk I like the global airmail stamp. Yes. Yeah, that's That's good. still one of my favorite. Release the Kraken. And then I have a chicken stamp, obviously. And I have another chicken stamp. I have uh, the Poultry Tribune, which was a magazine in 1957. You know, the, uh, this reminds me of something. There's a sticker called Wacky Packages where yep. they make stickers oh. of things. You, you're kind of nailing that idea. I love idea. those, yes. Yeah. I s they still make them. 50 years. They just oh had really? a, a, whole, uh, a whole package came out. I oh. bought them. And I have a whole folder I showed him to my kid. I was like, look at how cool these are. And he liked it because they had new video games and uh -huh. all that stuff he knew, all spoofed like that. So this kind of has that feel to it. It's neat. And I have uh, three uh, Mighty Python stamps. Did you hear about that in the news? What? Yeah, a stupid head of BBC, uh, the, the comedy department or whatever, basically alluded to the fact that today, Mighty Python would have never existed, that people are sick of, um, well well-learned old white men and uh <laughs> and oh my god the the people the it was so funny the crap they were posting <laughs> they're like do go to the bbc it's a silly place and all this crazy <laughs> crap they're throwing on were quotes from the movie and then one of the uh, guys from muddy puffin said wait a minute i'm a post-op black lesbian transvestite he's like how dare you <laughs> so funny so funny but oh my god can you believe that what the hell's happened to the world if they're not funny oh i agree with that and if Don was here, she'd agree too. Unless, of course, you were, you know, in the Department of Arguments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their humor's timeless, though. I think you could go back a hundred years someday and still giggle. Oh, I'm sure. Bring out your dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. Oh, you, the one I made is uh, not much of a cheese shop, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. He, how do you know he's a peasant? He's not covered with. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a penguin on the telly. So fun. So I didn't know you did this. Uh, do you make these often? I do whenever I have an idea for one. You ever actually make them? I have. Like actually print a stamp? Yes, I have. With goo on the back and everything? No. You see, that's goo. a hitch. Yeah, you really got to get into it. You know? yeah. Put the goo on it. Spod the back of the stamp. <laughs> They're actually really easy to make. You just yeah. need the right paper. And then Can't you, you buy it. a pre-gummed stamp? Paper. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I guess you, you buy pre-gum yeah. paper. I heard, and then I heard Scott here's got a perforator. No, 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 that, that, that's that's an ugly rumor. No, I haven't bought uh, one yet. Oh, I thought you did. No, I wanted that, to perforate something. That's a good idea. I I should get some gummed paper and then and package them like the little wacky packages things. So cool. Yeah. Make sure not to violate any copyright. Okay. Which I'm sure you will. Oh, I guarantee you, every single one of these stamps <laughs> violates we'll violate copyright. <laughs> but as long as you but give you know them what? away, it's not violating a damn thing. That's true. I want to see change it from fifty cents to forever and see how many you can actually get to go through the system. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I I had the word forever on these. It doesn't look oh, right. What was that stupid term again? Where you get it to be they use it a stamp accidentally. It's not Cinderella. Oh no, 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 no,
RNCs, is that it? Yeah. Uh, so you it's usually six years, but it actually uses one. Yeah. <laughs> no, FNRs. 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 That's it. Franking not recognized. Franking not recognized. That's right. Oh, that's cool. You should make a, a put sheet a, of put stamps. Him, That'd yeah. put, him next to, put him next to an actual like ice cream stamp. See if, so you see if you can get some back canceled. Yeah, there you go. Uh, free with donations to the uh, nonprofit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you there go. Give out as, as a free. That's cool. Take off, take off U.S. posters and put in SNPRC. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like you could even make shirts. Yeah. How long before a course you can't comes sell knocking them. at your door? Yeah, somebody will come knock it and go, hey, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, Mad Magazine did it. Yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, if it's you know, satire, you're fine. Yeah. Satire's legal. But you well, know, as as if you were going to make money off of it, you find some of the artists who did some of the original artwork on some of these and, you know, say, hey, can I license right, your that, artwork? That lawsuit came through with that guy suing uh, the Postal s- for using his uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh, that was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he... No, he no, I told no, 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 no. As a guy who's done photography before, I'd totally protect my rights too. No, I, I, no, no. I I have a different idea. They printed the uh, when they made the stamp. They we're talking about the uh, what was it? The statue of liberty. Statue of liberty. They used the wrong photo. Yeah, and they used instead of the they pulled it. They used the Statue of Liberty from the New York New York Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Right. Not the actual Statue of Liberty. And then they notified them, and there was going to be a big lawsuit, and that all went away. Why didn't they just pay him? Well, we, we, who knows? Yeah. But what happened then is after they were put on notice, they said, this is my picture. Th- stop it. This is my picture. Yeah. And there was no, like, lawsuits or anything. Then The, the photographer the said, don't use it. Yeah, don't use it. And the post office said, yeah, we'll go blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the lawyers are yelling back and forth. Nobody cares. Then the post office printed 3.1 billion more of these stamps. Accident? An accident? A bureaucratic accident? We'll, we'll go. We'll go like what Don said earlier. Finger quotes. No, accident. honestly, I can imagine that. Like, just dumb. No, they should have said, "Hey, hold the presses. We got the wrong picture. Let's yeah, go yeah. redesign." But they didn't. They went ahead, and so for the first one where they used the wrong picture, it's like, "Hey, no harm, no foul." You know, give the guy fifty thousand bucks and tell him to go away or whatever. Yeah, ha ha, ha, ha yeah. Funny. You guys don't know what the actual Statue of Liberty looks like. Exactly. <laughs> But when they, after they knew, when they printed 3.1 billion more, that's why they lost the. That's why they lost the case. Stamps. Oh yeah. So many. Yeah. So that's why they lost. And but, uh, that is, uh, I totally support that. But he couldn't have made much money. On the podcast. I mean, he yeah. it's a picture of a public, you know, of a thing. Just take the regular picture would have been better. How much was he awarded? It shouldn't have been much. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, on the second on the first one, it was like pennies go away or yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. On the second one, he got like $3.5 million. Okay, that's still kind of pennies. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, glad it's not some crazy amount. No. But it sounds stupid. I mean, but why would they want to use a picture of his stupid statue that doesn't look as good? Take a picture of the damn no, real statue. Actually, his, his look better. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't work. Which can't look better. Used it. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's not the original statue. Yeah, it's like the Mona Lisa. Oh, well, no, that's somebody else <laughs> painted it is better. <laughs> Jesus. No, that was really, really dumb. It was dumb. Uh, anything else? They print that much postage? That many stamps oh are actually yeah. made? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Which is why, you know, when you bring up that they're not going to use postage stamps, they're printing billions of them. Well, yeah, but well, it's I haven't used a postage stamp, I hate to tell you, in 10 years. Okay. I used and one I today. ship 150 packages a day sometimes. Yeah. I used one today. 
Uh, I sell stuff on eBay. Everything goes I mean, out with scams. We're, we're talking about. Well, that's true. It's in your market, right? If right. you didn't, it's we're kind of a oh, if uh, faux pas. I, if I mailed stuff without stamps on them and I'm selling stamps, yeah, oh, a bit I, of a faux pas. My first negatives on eBay, and this was way back when. I, I uh, sent a large package, and the postman put a meter on it. And I sat there and said, should I do it or not? Uh, so he gave me a negative for using a meter instead of stamps, so I mailed him a bunch of stamps. I said, here, take a bunch. You Did know. he take your negative off? Bastard didn't. He said, it's too difficult to take it off. And I go, damn you. <laughs> wow. Too difficult, really? You click a link, you moron. Yeah, I know. I hate eBay. But... You know, I tried mailing some comics out with pasting comics to the side. It didn't work. Yeah. yeah, so I have to use postage. Well, the other thing, too, is, you know, because we're stamp collectors, we get cheaper postage. Yeah, that is neat. Yeah. Well. So do you want my bunch of one-cent, two-cent stamps? I have, like, books of them. I, I have no – I cannot figure out – I have eight-cent stamps. Yeah, these and are one-cent. And I have to put seven of them on an envelope. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I have like twenty dollars and thirty-two cent stamps. You want them? Yeah, those uh, will take. I don't have to do with those either. Because yeah. I can put four of those on an envelope and mail something overseas. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I was thinking of using them, but it's too inconvenient. Yeah. My system, you know, prints out all these labels and everything. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just like uh, I'd have to hand make a label to, to ship something. Isn't that crazy? It's too inconvenient for me to use the postage that I have laying around. Yeah. Hence the death of the postage stamp. I mean, we'll go to labels. Well, there's your proof of payment. I have thermal labels, and uh, they don't even cost a fraction of a penny each. Yeah. They're wonderful. And there are people who and collect I get commercial thermal rate. labels. <laughs> they do? Really? They don't oh want the yeah. hair dryer, and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they turn all black. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's not the, uh, that's not the first... Uh, copyright thing that the post office got in trouble for either. Oh, God, they've done it more than once? Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. <laughs> what is it? The, sculpt, the sculptor of the uh, Korean War Memorial. Oh, that's right, yeah. $685,000. How would they not know that, that a sculpture is copyright uh, copy or um, protected by copyright? How would they that not know it's that? It's a picture. I mean, what? It, they didn't it's make copies of, of the sculpture. They sculpture. made a picture. It's a picture. Yeah, but you can't and take it's a, a picture. Yes but, yes, but they used it for commercial purposes. You have to get permission. They unless made, it's they made money use, off right. of it. Like yes, yeah. they used it to make money. It's not like, it's not like any of us go and take a picture of the memorial, and we put it in our photo album or something, yeah. or even post it on Facebook. It's the fact that you monetized it. All they'd have to do well is probably have shared the. It um, was the. It was a photo that was, um, sold. I think it was by Getty Images to the Postal Service. The license, you know, oh, then they could have they could have sued and Getty. But the, if they but had the artist, if they had sent a photographer out there and taken their own damn picture, they probably could have gotten out of it. Yeah, yeah. but the yeah. artist didn't like the fact that they used the image without his permission, even but what though about he wasn't oh. the one <laughs> that took the photo. It was but Getty. Getty licensed it to him. It licensed the photo to the Postal Service. So that's where the Postal Service gets a lot of their, their photos is from... And they didn't look at the uh, the provision of that licensing, that they were allowed to reproduce well, it? Well, they, they got it, but the artist that, that made the sculpture sued the Postal Service saying, you you know, you used an image of my sculpture without permission. Oh, I get you. I get you. Okay. okay it, it goes further than that. It was $685,000 plus entitlement of 10% of sales of stamps to collectors. 
for the War Memorial one. So you got 10% of the sales as well. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, War Memorial, right? A sculpture like that. Who owns the rights to it if it's... If it's a national memorial. Yeah, once it becomes a national memorial. That's interesting. Think if George Washington came back and sued everybody. Think of his great, 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 great grandson. Yeah, it always deaths with it dies with the uh, the uh, the artist, right? So it's not transferred over to the son or whatever. Yeah, but if zombie George Washington comes up and hires an attorney, there's a lot of Washington stamps out there. Who would you even <laughs> contact, right? How would you know if it's a war memorial like? You ha- if there's a picture of it, you're going to monetize that on something. Whom do you, whom do you contact? Uh, KoreanWarMonument.com. All right, it's that's an uh, that's a tricky. Uh, Copyright's crazy when you get into it. Oh yeah, in the comic book world, the, the, the reason that Fantastic Four had to be made into a crappy movie because they were losing the rights, and the reason it's not wasn't a comic book till just now, because somebody else had the rights, and then oh no, we have the rights to that character, so you can't. What the well, doesn't hell? Doesn't even isn't there even a thing with with Marvel and Disney? Is oh no, it's, it's a they don't it's they a don't total mess. Yeah, no. they don't even get to use certain characters. There's certain characters can't be used. They can be used in print, but not in film. They can be used in TV, but not in film. This character can't be used with this character because the owners didn't agree and they're not friends anymore. Holy love of God, copyright gets confusing. <laughs> if you're going into law, copyright law. That's where it is. <laughs> yeah, it was three and a half million dollars for the Statue of Liberty. Three and a half million. Yeah, but that one I have. The post office just was stupid on that one. That sounds like a clerical error. They wouldn't have intentionally done it. Once they got slapped and they knew they were going to lose the suit, printing out three point something billion of them, that sounds like a mistake. Yeah. Well, they 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 printed three. You would intentionally expose yourself to that litigation. They had printed three and a half billion of them before the mistake was found. (laughs) Oh, I thought he said there was only a small amount. Then there was a mistake. No, no, no. No. There was a big amount. And then the mistake was noted. Oh, right, right. And then another big amount. Yeah, because you have to show intent. Yeah. Right? Part so of this is intent. That second half was so intent. Even if it's a mistake, right? Yeah. There's, there's naughtiness there. So it says the stamp was printed roughly 3.5 billion times before a collector noticed the mistake in 2011. While the USPS said the agency would, quote, re-examine our processes after being alerted to the confusion, they noted the stamp was hugely popular and even printed an additional 1.3 billion. Oh, 1.3? I thought it was 3.1. Oh. No, it was 3.5 the first time. Oh, okay. And then after they knew about it, then they did another Why is that? Because people started collecting stamps. them? No, because it, 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 it was an atta- attractive stamp. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Foolish. Now, he was the photographer. What about the sculpture? Why is he not suing? Because I don't think that's a sculpture. Yeah, it is. Technically, it is. So why is he not suing? Well, no, no, technically, no, technically it's, a it's, not a, it's not a sculpture. Yeah, if somebody put to clay made a sculpture. It's not put to clay. Oh, and then they, it's, then it's they, an iron they thing that a team of people. I can guarantee you it was originally a tiny little sculpture. How about this? And then I they guarantee you somebody owns it. Would you say the Statue <laughs> of Liberty is a sculpture? No, it wasn't, it wasn't the photographer that got the money. It was the guy who made the statue. No, the, no, no, it was the, the, photographer. No, it was the photographer. And so now I'm saying, why hasn't the sculptor or the person that owned that, created that likeness, why is he no, not getting paid? The photographer had his, had his photograph licensed by Getty Images, right. who was selling it, but the so photograph the photogra- was not, was not y- the statue of You see what my argument with this Korean War one. Why is the photographer not being sued by the sculptor? Oh, no, it is well, the sculpture. It is the sculpture. Yeah. The Statue of Liberty is the heart of a lawsuit brought against the United States Postal Service by artist Robert Davidson 
who charges the government mistakenly used a photograph of his Las Vegas sculpture. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. Of yeah. Lady Liberty Screw without the permission. photographer. It's the sculpture, right? Well, speaking as a person who almost went to law school, <laughs> um, the second part is really what killed it for him. The first part, you know, I can see the sculpture handling. The, the person who made yeah. the art has a standing. The photographer, not a lot. Yeah. Not as much. Hell, he'd have to prove exactly it was his photo, and they might have cropped it a little and say, hey, mm -hmm. hey prove it's yours. Oh, they, they, but they, they, have, they have pictures of the they stamp. They can prove the sculpture. They can prove the sculpture, but yeah. not who took the photo. Oh, the Statue of Liberty, and probably when they were making the Statue of Liberty for New York, New York, they said, don't duplicate it. We don't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just did a different yeah, one. Yeah, just made it subtly different. Yeah. yeah he, Even though I don't think you can be sued for making an exact replica of the of a monument like that. Uh, yeah, that's not a conqueror. That's public. That's fair use, I'm sure. Who knows? State of New York will sue him for something. <coughs> yeah. Instead of standing there with a torch up, he's standing there with a. But that now makes sense to me. I thought it was just a photographer, but it's a sculptor. Now yeah. that makes sense to me. Okay, I understand. Well, any other legal opinions we want to go over? I don't know. You want to hear what the actual issue was? Sure. At issue is whether Davidson's version of the Statue of Liberty is an original work and therefore subject to copyright infringement protection or a derivative or a straightforward replica. The original Statue of Liberty, created over 130 years ago, is in the public domain. I knew it would be. Meaning it can be photographed and replicated freely by anyone. Yep. Identical replicas of public domain works do not receive copyright infringement protections either. Right. So his, his so there's something it has different to be a certain about it. Yeah, he made different. it. He made it, it more feminine looking. Oh, he he. he Davidson claims his yeah. Las Vegas Lady Liberty was created to be intentionally different from the original. According to the artist's complaint, the Vegas statue is more fresh-faced, sultry, or and even sexier than the original located in New York. And that's why the Postal Service picked it. Yeah. It's because a they like that particular look of the. Right, and they didn't realize it was a picture of the statue in front of New York, New York, and not the actual... And that bastard's paying with tax dollars, and he probably hasn't been fired. Jerk. That's a pretty picture. Let's make billions of stamps to get sued. So I'll end it with a quote from Scott number 2935. Publishing is a business, but journalism never was, and is essentially not a business, nor is it a profession. What number was that? Scott number 2935. Okay, I'm stumped. Henry Luce. Who? Henry Luce, the publisher. Uh, okay. Oh, that sounds like a very loose interpretation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. And yeah, for anyone yeah, no. complaining that our podcasts were short, stick this in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel. Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Knott's Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this still clown was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Don. 
Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper at gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close.